I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you the story of a man whose preaching, whose life, and even whose martyrdom nurtured and grew the civil rights movement in America. This is the story of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 88 on page 383 of the prayer book. O Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before you. O let my prayer enter into your presence. Incline your ear to my call. For my soul is full of trouble, and my life draws nigh to the grave. I am counted as one of those who go down into the pit, and I have become as one who has no strength. I have become like the dead, and like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, and who are cut off from your hand. You have laid me in the lowest pit, in the place of darkness and in the deep. Your indignation lies heavy upon me, and you have overwhelmed me with your storms. You have put my friends far from me, and made me to be abhorred by them. I am in prison. I cannot go forth. My sight fails because of trouble. O Lord, I have called daily upon you. I have stretched forth my hands unto you. Do you show wonders among the dead? 
Or shall the dead rise up again and praise you? Shall your loving kindness be shown in the grave, or your faithfulness in destruction? Shall your wondrous works be known in the dark, and your righteousness in the land where all things are forgotten? Unto you have I cried, O Lord, and early shall my prayer come before you. Lord, why do you cast off my soul and hide your face from me? I am in misery, like one who is at the point of death. Even from my youth your terrors have I suffered with a troubled mind. Your wrathful displeasure goes over me, and the fear of you has undone me. Daily they come round about me like water, and encompass me on every side. My companions and neighbors you have put away from me, and hidden my friends out of my sight. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. What is our Christian foundation for justice and civil rights? What is our Christian foundation for the idea that every person has dignity? The foundation is Scripture, that all human beings are made in the image of God. And it was Scripture that lit a fire under one particular preacher that changed America. Let me tell you the story of Martin Luther King Jr. He was born January 15, 1929 in Atlanta, Georgia. His father and grandfather both pastored Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta. And Martin was bright, graduating from high school at 15, graduating from Morehouse College with a Bachelor of Arts at 19, graduating from Crozier Seminary with a Bachelor of Divinity at age 22, and he was also the class president, and finally graduating from Boston University with a Ph.D. in systematic theology at the age of 26. It was in Boston that Martin met and married Coretta Scott. She was from Alabama, studying at the New England Conservatory. And while he was completing his dissertation, Martin was called to pastor Dexter Avenue Baptist Church in Montgomery, Alabama. It was on December 1st, 1955, only one year into his ministry in Montgomery, that Rosa Parks famously refused to give up her seat on the bus to a white passenger, thus beginning the Montgomery bus boycott. King was quickly chosen as a leader of the movement. In 1957, just a couple years later, King organized the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, the SCLC. And in 1960... King moved his family back to Atlanta, where he served as co-pastor with his father at Ebenezer Baptist Church. This co-pastoring allowed Martin Luther King Jr. to devote most of his time to the civil rights movement. King was an incredibly gifted communicator, both as an orator and as a writer. His most famous writing was a letter written from a Birmingham jail in 1963. Arrested after organizing a nonviolent protest, he wrote, I'm in Birmingham because injustice is here. Now, there's nothing wrong with an ordinance which requires a permit for a parade, but when the ordinance is used to preserve segregation and to deny citizens the First Amendment privilege of peaceful assembly and peaceful protest, then it becomes unjust. Of course, there is nothing new about this kind of civil disobedience. It was seen sublimely in the refusal of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to obey the laws of Nebuchadnezzar because a higher moral law was involved. 
It was practiced superbly by the early Christians, who were willing to face hungry lions and the excruciating pain of chopping blocks before submitting to certain unjust laws of the Roman Empire. To a degree, academic freedom is a reality today because Socrates practiced civil disobedience. We can never forget that everything Hitler did in Germany was legal, and everything the Hungarian freedom fighters did in Hungary was illegal. It was illegal to aid and comfort a Jew in Hitler's Germany. But I am sure that if I had lived in Germany during that time, I would have aided and comforted my Jewish brothers, even though it was illegal. If I lived in a communist country today where certain principles dear to the Christian faith are suppressed, I believe I would openly advocate disobeying these anti-religious laws. As the push politically for civil rights intensified, King organized the March on Washington on August 28, 1963, where he delivered his famous I Have a Dream speech. It is so much better to listen to the actual audio recording of Dr. King's speech. But for the sake of this podcast, let me share just a few lines from it. He said, I say to you today, my friends, so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. King lived to see partial fulfillment of his dream. With the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965 following the violence of Bloody Sunday on March 7, 1965 in Selma. He was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in 1965 saying, I accept this award today with an abiding faith in America and an audacious faith in the future of mankind. I refuse to accept the idea of the isness of man's present nature makes him morally incapable of reaching up for the eternal oughtness that forever confronts him. He was assassinated by James Earl Ray on April 4th, 1968, in Memphis, Tennessee. Martin's life reminds me of the words of Hebrews chapter 11, beginning at verse 32. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received back their dead by resurrection. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release, so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging, even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. They were killed with a sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy. 
wandering about in deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these, though commended through their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us they should not be made perfect. The work to see Dr. King's dream realized continues today. The torch is passed to us. This is the story of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the story of an ordinary saint that God empowered to impact his generation with the gospel. May his story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Collect for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A night prayer. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary, 
bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with a prayer written by Martin Luther King, Jr. O God, we thank you for the lives of great saints and prophets in the past who have revealed to us that we can stand up amid the problems and difficulties and trials of life and not give in. We thank you for our foreparents who've given us something in the midst of the darkness of exploitation and oppression to keep going. Grant that we will go on with the proper faith and the proper determination of will so that we will be able to make a creative contribution to this world. In the name and spirit of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest. <laughs>